five big lies about American business. Combating smears against the free market economy. By Michael Medved. Read by the author. Published by Crown Forum, Division of Random House, New York, 2009. Dedication page. For my parents, David Bernard Medved, 1926 to 2009, and Renata Hirsch Medved, 1924 to 2000. They taught us to value creativity and business. Epigraph page. Industry gives comfort and plenty and respect. Benjamin Franklin. After all, the chief business of the American people is business. They are profoundly concerned with producing, buying, selling, investing, and prospering in the world. I am strongly of the opinion that the great majority of people will always find these are moving impulses of our life. President Calvin Coolidge. Business was originated to produce happiness. Bertie Charles Forbes. Embarrassed by Business The Unacknowledged Entrepreneur When my father died in March 2009, I felt startled by obituaries that identified him as a scientist and entrepreneur. A scientist, well, of course, but at no point in my life had it occurred to me to describe my dad as an entrepreneur or businessman. When speaking about him, I always proudly announced his profession as physicist or physics professor or NASA researcher or even as scientist astronaut. He qualified for the Apollo program in the late 1960s but never received his final mission assignment with NASA because of some minor problems with his teeth and gums. At one point during my senior year at Yale, I jokingly introduced my father to my friends as a member of the military-industrial complex a designation my dad always remembered and savored. As an aspiring intellectual with dreams of future glory in writing or politics, I could handle the idea that my brilliant, adventurous papa played a role in the defense establishment, but I couldn't accept the notion that he qualified as an ordinary, money-grubbing capitalist. Stressing his government or academic work provided a much better way to impress my pals, or the women I pursued, or even complete strangers but I've come to realize that this emphasis seriously distorted the focus of his work life. During the week-long mourning period for my father, I sat with my brothers in Jerusalem, where my dad chose to spend his final two decades, and we jointly reviewed the way he had invested his 83 years. He spent less than nine years as a university professor, part-time at San Diego State and then briefly full-time at UCLA, and just five years as an experimenter and prospective astronaut with NASA. He devoted more than 40 years, however, to an all-consuming career as an entrepreneur and creator of high-tech companies, building two moderately successful businesses from scratch. First came Merit, Inc., founded in the family den in West L.A. The name stood for Medved Research and Technology. And then Jolt in Jerusalem, another nifty acronym, Jerusalem Optical Link Technology. He toiled lovingly, tirelessly, and joyously on both ventures, providing jobs for scores of bright, eager, mostly younger associates, including my brother Jonathan, before selling each enterprise to much larger, more established firms. 
Even after he gave up ownership and day-to-day command of Jolt, he retained a position as the firm's chief scientist and continued to busy himself with every aspect of the corporation's scientific and commercial affairs. He worked full-time for the company he created until just days before his final brief hospitalization with recurrent lymphoma. On the long flight back from Israel, while sorting through a large file of old family letters and clippings from my dad's apartment, I suddenly confronted another uncomfortable realization. It wasn't just my father who had invested most of his energy and ambition in the world of business. By any honest accounting, I'd always earned my own living in some form of corporate for-profit enterprise as well, either the book business, the radio TV business.